Hello and welcome to the Over and Back Classic NBA Podcast. I am Jason and with me as usual is Rich. Hello, Rich. Hey, what's going on? Well, we have uh, one of the greatest milestone in sports has been broken by LeBron James. The all-time NBA scoring record previously held by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, 38,387 points, has been broken in a very specific way that our listeners know about. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. This is yeah. a very, we all know how he did it. Of course. And what yeah. an iconic moment, uh, the way what he did it. An so. iconic moment, the way that he did it, the specific <laughs> way that he did it right. that we of course know and are not recording. We're not pre-recording this ahead of time Whoa. and then releasing it yeah. after it breaks the record. Why would we do that? We're, we're, we're recording this the day of two hours before their game starts. Okay. All right, dude. Oh, we, yeah. we know, we just don't want to, we want you to know. We, we, we know, we know, we know how he did it. Yeah. Yeah, but we, we don't want, want you, you to use you. your brain to yeah. remember how he did it. So that that's yeah. just yeah, that's just all we're doing here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can tell you how he did it, but w- would that be any fun? I don't think so. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, we're so we we're so attached to our phones. We're so right. attached, you know, to finding information instantly. Use your brain a little bit. Remember right. how he did it. Imagine because, how he did it. Yeah. Right, exactly. Use right. your imagination. So. Yeah, yeah. But we will tell you specifically how he got there. We'll we will do that. We can do that. Yeah, we got that Let, down for let's sure. Do that. Yeah. Let's talk some milestones, like some major baskets in LeBron James' career. Let's talk yeah. about those. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. So we're uh, we're this is gonna be all LeBron, but then for a little bit, then we're gonna jump into some other stuff uh, as well. Other players yeah. that have uh, set NBA all-time scoring records. There's not right. many of them because uh, no. Kareem's had it for a while, and then another yeah. guy had it for a while that you sure. might be able to guess, and right. uh, some other people that had it that yeah, you might not be able to guess them as much. But we'll talk on that. Uh, also, if anybody else has a chance to ever do this again, which seems. I don't know. <laughs> we'll talk about it at least Absolutely. in the right. Not in the, in the immediate future, no. But I guess somebody probably said that in 1995 as well. And then here comes LeBron James out of nowhere. Here comes so we'll LeBron see. James. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll see. So yeah, let's talk about some of those milestones. The first points. Now we said we're not going to tell you exactly how he set this record because you all know that you all saw it. It just right. happened a couple of days ago. You but I will tell it. you yeah. how he got his first points, and it was a mid ranger. Oh, my God, a mid-range jump shot. Can you believe right. it? Versus the Sacramento Kings uh-huh. uh, about three minutes into his very first game via an assist from Ricky Davis, a real wow. rarity. Yeah. Ricky, <laughs> I don't know if he missed a shot and then it hit his hands and it bounced off his hands and over to LeBron or something right. or a legit pass from Ricky Davis, but it was a pass from Ricky Davis. LeBron pulls up, hits a mid-range jumper, all kind of the the – the awkwardness of oh man, what's how's this guy get? And it was like he looked like he belonged from that moment. I mean, like he he looked like he belonged from the moment he, he stepped on a basketball court ever, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> high school to pro to whatever. But it was really cool. I, I remember watching this game vividly, and it was just from that point forward, it was like, oh, that dude looked like a great. Like he pulled up, perfect jump shot, right in, went to the back, and it was like, oh, okay, all right, that that's um. That's pretty good. This guy looks like he yeah. might be pretty good. And uh, he was. He uh, scored 25 points, had nine assists, six rebounds. Uh, he was 12 of 20 from the floor and and pretty much like belonged from day one. Got that big steal, got that big dunk. Uh, it was just an awesome uh, uh, night for LeBron. This is the most points uh, for a prep to pros rookie since Kobe Bryant. Uh, Ten points was scored by both Jonathan Bender of Indiana Pacers in 1999 and Amari Stoudemire of Phoenix uh, in 2002. So both those guys. You know, they had 10 in their debuts. Lamar Sotomayor obviously went on to have a, a pretty great career. Uh, Jonathan Bender, not quite as much. But yeah, LeBron coming out of the gates as a high school, a prep to pro, and getting 25 points, 9 6 and 6 rebounds, and being 12 of 20 from the floor. I mean, that that's belonging from day one. That's like a guy who, who just felt like he was going to be a thing. 
And yeah. Uh, yeah, and and here we are, you know, all these years later now. That was in October 29th, 2003, 20 years ago. 20 years ago. That's, yeah, that is, uh, that's amazing, of course. And yeah, I mean, as you said, you look at the highlights of that game. He definitely belonged in the NBA right away, was a very good player right away. It did not take him long to become a great player um, already. And then, you know, one of the best players the game had ever seen didn't take him much longer than that. Um, it is pretty amazing the hype that he had, um, which is pretty much unparalleled in NBA history up until that point in terms of what the expectations were and the fact that he exceeded them by any anyone's imagination um, is is just pretty remarkable. Uh, and the poise that he showed and the skill they showed, then you know that that um, that basket is great. But even better is the I think the first play of the game is him, you know, throwing like a, a terrific pass to get like an assist right away. And, you know, it, again, it didn't take long for him to show he belonged. You know, that rookie year, you know, he he had some rookie struggles, but overall he was, um, you know, he was ready right out of the gate. Yeah, it, it was just remarkable. And, and like you said, there was so much in it because we all knew – who he was. I mean, the, the, the hype train on him was just absolutely insane from, from day yeah. one, from high school as a sophomore in high school, getting on the cover of magazines, all the way to his games playing on, you know, in junior and senior year on ESPN or whatever. Everybody watching, everybody knowing that he was going to be the first pick, getting drafted by his hometown team, and then having to, you know, all the, all the, all the expectations, all the, okay, this is the Messiah of the NBA. And it's pretty amazing that with all that said, he just basically came in, played ball. And for 20 years now, he's played. I mean, that, that's he hasn't had many other things other than obviously moving teams and going to Miami and that sort of stuff, which right. is still small potatoes in the grand scheme of things of like sure. what, what other what, what could have possibly happened or what he could have done or other things that people. This guy, like he got a, what did he get a Hummer? What was the thing in high school where his mom <laughs> bought a Hummer? Like yeah. they were like, oh, I don't know. See, this kid's trouble. There was that. Right, and he wore, then he, he went to jerseys. Miami. Yeah, he got some jerseys as gifts he wasn't supposed to, or something like that. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, like yeah, piddly stuff. But yeah, I, you know, I mean, yeah, and I think he was probably the first high school, probably the first high school athlete, at least in team sports, that was pretty well known nationally by like regular sports fans. You know, not like hardcore NBA fans. Like you know, I, I can't think of anyone. Maybe. Maybe Kareem at some level going to UCLA, but I, even that I don't think there was really you know, in high school the fact that he was so prominent that his games were shown on national TV that was not something that that happened that I can recall before then. So well, and like you said, nationally too, it wasn't just like you know right. Kareem. If you were in New York, you knew Kareem, you knew Kareem or whatever. Kareem. If if yeah. you were in Chicago, I know that everybody knew Kevin Garnett, but like. Right. I don't know if people in California knew who Kevin Garnett was until sure. he, you know, debuted or whatever. Maybe, but 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 no, yeah, right. Know like that, that's, you know what I mean? Like I, I knew him and I thought everybody knew him, and then everyone's like, oh, we don't know this guy, Kevin Garnett. Right. Guy. It's like, all oh, right, because like yeah. you weren't going to his games because they weren't televised nationally. LeBron yeah. is on ESPN. Everybody's talking about him. He's on covers and stuff. And and yeah, it's just pretty remarkable that from day one, game one, just belongs and 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 just plays ball and that's really what it has been and and yeah the controversies are so stupid in hindsight it's you know changing from cleveland to miami and then going to la or whatever like those are the controversies that he had like that was it that's it like otherwise nothing else nothing else like being weirdly passive aggressive about a lot of things that's like yeah that's that's the lebron james scandal that we've uh that we've had you know and uh 
I, yeah, just to be able to do what he's done, um, everything in the public eye, like from day yeah, one, right. just yeah. never the, the hype, been the able hype, to be a normal human, never right. able to be a normal human, like, like right. in his entire life. And, and, and coming from incredibly difficult circumstances in his life and, and right. being able to succeed in that level, obviously really impressive. So next milestone, 5,000 points, January 21st, 2006, he becomes the youngest player ever to reach 5,000 points scored. 51 points, five rebounds, eight assists playing against the Utah Jazz. This was the third of his 15 career 50-point games, including one in the NBA Finals. Uh, He was 21 years old. He needed 45 points to pass. Kobe Bryant is the youngest ever to reach 5,000, and he did it. Um, Kobe Bryant was 22, a year older, when um, he scored his 5,000 points. That's going to be a theme throughout uh, these, in fact. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, get used to that, because we're going to go to 10,000 points here. February 27, 2008. Happy 21st birthday to me. All right. Uh, I, I yeah. probably purchased legal alcohol and watched this game, because that's kind of what go. my life... My life hasn't changed much. Uh, I'm pretty much the same person that I am very now. Very cool so. guy. Yep. Yep. Like, I'm, I'm going to do this... Sh- I'm not going to drink alcohol now, because i got to work tomorrow. That's like, right. yeah, I can't yeah. drink now. But... <laughs> I'm doing this show with you, and then I'm probably just going to go watch LeBron James play basketball. So, yeah, and I'm is, 35. Not much yeah, changed. No. <laughs> not, not pretty much the same uh, stuff going on. So yeah. uh, this is uh, a game James is against the Celtics with the Cavaliers. Uh, he has a first-half ankle injury, uh, dooming his entire career. Not really. Dooming, yes. uh, he comes back. He scores 26 points. Uh, becomes the youngest player in NBA history to reach 10,000 points. Uh, they do lose to the Celtics, unfortunately. This was a, a common theme of, yeah. of this era of the Cavaliers, unfortunately. Uh, and James reaches the 10,000-point milestone at 23 years old and 59 days, more than a year younger than Kobe Bryant, who hit the milestone in 2003 uh, at 24 years old and 193 days. It took James... 368 games to do it, the ninth fastest in league history. Uh, and in a very LeBron quote after the game, says, it doesn't make me happy to do it in a losing effort. To be in the record books is a tribute to my teammates, myself, and my family. Yeah. LeBron was a bit of a boring quote, I would say. Well, I, no, yeah. sometimes, yeah. But later on, I guess he would, you know, he would do some interesting things. But yeah, at that point, very cliche. But I guess being public guy, you're going to do that. You don't want to, you don't want that extra, you know, pressure or no, yeah, don't want sure, that extra sure. scrutiny, you know. So, Yes, the final line of that game, 26 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists. And we jump to a month later. Uh, he becomes the Cavaliers' all-time scoring leader, March 21st, 2008. Um, he uh, broke Brad Doherty's record of 10,389, which had stood for 14 years. But first quarter layer from LeBron puts him atop the Cavs' leaderboard. It, it took Doherty... 548 games to reach the mark. LeBron did it in 380. Final line of that game, 29 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists. There you go. So he's Cavaliers all-time leader. 20,000 yeah. moving our way up there. January 16th, 2013. So we're going to jump ahead a little bit here yeah. uh, to get to 20,000. So with 25 points, 7 rebounds, and 10 assists, LeBron, now a member of the Miami Heat, uh, dispatches the eh, not quite there. The, the, the guys are somewhat there, but they're not yeah. quite there. No. Uh, Golden State Warriors. Uh, James shoots the jumper with just under three minutes to go in the second quarter uh, to become the 38th player in NBA history to have more than 20,000 points. And uh, as is the theme, we're going to keep this going here. Uh, the youngest ever, of course, to do it, as James was a year younger than Bryant when he accomplished the feat. So they're pretty much on the same wavelength there. LeBron right. is just kind of a year ahead in terms of uh, getting stuff done. Sure. Uh, quote after the game says it means everything. It means a lot. First of all, like I continue to say, it means I've been able to be healthy, to be out on the floor and do what I love to do. I love the game of basketball, and I try to give everything to the game and hopefully it continues to give back to me and and i just wanted to 
you know, quickly talk about his health as well, which is something that is just absolutely unbelievable when you look at his entire career, the amount of games he's played, the amount of minutes he's played, the amount of things he's done. And that dude has never, ha- he had that, the foot injury with the Lakers, that first Lakers year. He's had some little things here, but like nothing major, never out for a real extended amount of time. Nothing that felt like it ever slowed him down. You know, no torn ACLs, no Achilles, nothing like that. That is unbelievable. And he's still at 38. He's doing it still at the near the top of his game. But yeah, I think that that health thing that he's talking about in 20 in 2013, he's saying, I'm so glad to remain healthy or whatever. Well, all of his peers have dealt with injuries. Well, all the players before and after and whatever have all dealt with injuries. Here's LeBron, who's just chugging along with, with only like little bumps and bruises, ankles, you know, little things here and there. But for the most part, has always been healthy for 20 years. It's just absolutely remarkable. Yeah. Now he's the more recent seasons with the, you know, that he did have that 2019, that first year at the Lakers, he played 55 games, 2020 he played 67, but that was a shortened because of mm-hmm. um, COVID he played most of that season, he played 45 in 21, which is another COVID shortened season. He played 56 last year and he's probably gonna play around 60 this year. So it, it has affected him more recently, but I mean, a lot of that is also, or at least some of that is load management type right, stuff. Right, you know, right. um, he's older. It kind of makes sense to pull him out of, um, of those games. So he still plays a, a high amount of minutes, um, especially for his age in those games, but he does definitely play um, fewer games. But yeah, but for the first 15 years of his career, yeah, he had remarkable, um, incredible health, you know, playing, uh, you know, 75 plus games basically every season, um, you know, uh, until uh, his early 30s. So uh, yeah, for, he, that for the vast majority of his career, his health has been there. And, and I remember, you know, you and I, um, you know, it was, it would have been three or four years ago, maybe more. We talked on a podcast about the likelihood of LeBron scoring, breaking the scoring record. And, I, you know, we kind of like looked at the numbers like, oh, no, you know, he can't, he, you know, that that's just he's so far away from that. But then we looked at the numbers and we were like, gosh, yeah, he could actually do that. And then we we did the math and was like, oh, yeah, if he maintains like his health and he maintains his production, like, you know, he's, he'll do it. I forget exactly when we, when we predict it, we'll have to go back and listen to that, see if we got anywhere near close. But um, yeah, I mean, his health hasn't quite stood as much as he wants to, but he's gone from, you know, the last two seasons averaged 30 points per game. So getting scoring 30 points per game, right. 38, which is you know, way beyond any, what anyone else has, has done. Um, obviously got him to that number, I think faster than anyone could have expected. Yeah. I mean, there just hasn't, been a slowdown there hasn't been a slowdown because of injury right. and there hasn't been a slowdown because of age and that right. is pretty damn remarkable i think yeah we we sure. it would have been hard to bake that in four or five years ago like now it's just like oh yeah lebron you know he's he's timeless he's he's eternal yeah. basically but yeah four or five years ago I, i'm sure we were like well at some point he's gonna have to like be mortal right at some point and, he's not going to be one of the best players in the league or the best player in the league and shit not really yeah. he's just yeah, gonna continue I, to be one of the yeah, best players in the league i guess i mean yeah. it's gonna happen at some time i think right, right? like maybe <laughs> At some point, yeah, or we'll retire. Right. One of those two things, yeah. So we'll see. It's just it's wild, but uh, let's go to a uh, thirty thousand here. Uh, sure. Back on the Cavaliers now, yeah. January twenty third, yeah. twenty eighteen. He is back in Cleveland. Uh, his jumper with time expiring in the first quarter of a one fourteen one hundred two loss to the San Antonio Spurs put him in the rarefied air of thirty thousand point scores. Only Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Carl Malone, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Wilt Chamberlain, Julius Irving, and Dirk Nowitzki are on the list. Uh, youngest again, of course, uh, he's 33, LeBron. 
and Kobe was 34. So same same thing as always. Uh, final line for that game, 28 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists. It feels like every game is like 25-plus, 8-plus yeah. rebounds, and then 6-pluses. It's like every game. It's just, you know, almost a triple-double. <laughs> yeah, all right. Cool. <laughs> All right, so next game, LeBron, March 6th, 2019, moves past Michael Jordan's 32,292 points on an and-one layup in the second quarter against the Nuggets. This was, was during his first season with Lakers. This was the year that his team did not make the playoffs. Um, LeBron got a big ovation from the L.A. crowd. It was emotional on the bench during a break in the action after he broke that record. Clearly meaningful to him. Uh, his final line in this game, 31 points, 7 rebounds, and 7 assists. Not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. And then uh, 35,000. Uh, that's going to happen February 18th, 2021 at just 36 years old. Uh, James becomes the youngest ever to reach 35,000 points. Cream did it when he was 38. Uh, Malone did it when he was 39 in terms of games. Uh, it took LeBron 1,295 games to do it. Kareem uh, did it in his 1,399th and Malone in his 1,370th. So uh, final line for that game, 32 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. That it, It's remarkable how consistent those are. <laughs> They're always the same. <laughs> Every single yeah, time. Always, yeah. I, I, did, I, I did make a note about this, and, and we did miss it uh, at the in his debut game. LeBron's been around for so long. That he debuted in that year in twenty in two thousand three when the Kings were still really really good. They won fifty five games that year right. in his debut year. Yeah. Then he's been around for their entire sixteen year playoff drought <laughs> that will hopefully end this year. So he's seen like a record breaking drought of futility from what he came in. This team was good. They've had a record setting <laughs> streak of futility, right. and he's still there. And he's still playing against the Kings. It's it's and, unbelievable. Hopefully, and, hopefully it'll end this year. Let's see. We'll, we'll we'll light the beam, and hopefully it ends this year. But uh, uh, it's just again another thing that just speaks to just how eternal he is in the NBA. It's just he's been there forever. Uh, speaking of Kings, we have now transitioning to the NBA's prior scoring Kings, the players who held. The NBA's scoring record. Um, first, we have Jumpin' Joe Folks. Yeah. 1947 to 1952 is 1,389 points in the 1947 season in the BAA, the predecessor to the ABA or the NBA, excuse me. Uh, put him atop the leaderboard, one of the two predecessors, along with the NBL, of course. Uh, he would stay in the league, now the NBA, until 1952. And George Mikan would snatch the crowd in that. He actually only led the league in scoring once. That was in 1947. And basically after that was George Mikan, who took the crown in 1952. Uh, of course, he retired you know, fairly early, only played you know six or seven seasons in the BAA slash NBA, but was still the first player to reach the 10,000-point mark. We're talking about Dolph Shays? Yeah, let's do Dolph Shays because then he takes it in 1958. Uh, he uh, joins Mikan in the 10,000-point club uh, and then broke Mikan's mark uh, in 1958 to become the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Uh, and Shays would hold it into the 60s, a little bit longer than you might expect, all the way until 1963 when Bob Pettit takes it over. And now this is... Uh, uh, Bob Pettit in 1964. He's only going to have it for one season because uh, there's somebody coming. You might know who that is. Uh, and this is fun because Bob Pettit, uh, he he takes the crown eight years after he first leads the league in scoring. Uh, he led it one more time 
uh, as well. But he gets the all-time crown as our first player to hit the 20,000 points mark. So you can kind of see how longer careers and more points being scored are kind of working its way up and up and up. And, and Pettit now is at 20,000. Uh, but his reign is going to be very short-lived because, Jason, uh, someone's coming. And uh, he is going to uh, he's going to set a lot of scoring records. This this person that's coming here, if you're thinking, oh, 19, mid-1960s, who is this? Well, yeah, who, 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 yeah. Could, who could, be? could possibly be this? Who yeah. could yeah. possibly be? Who who could have uh, scored with the record? It was Wilt the Stilt. Wilt Chamberlain holds the record for 18 years, gaining it in 1966, passing Bob Pettit's 20,880, and then finishing his career with 31,419. And that would hold for about 10 seasons. And then we would get Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. April 5th, 1984, Lakers center Kareem Abdul-Jabbar passes Will Chamberlain, taking a pass from Magic Johnson. Kareem launches. What else? It's the skyhook. Of course, it drowns in. Kareem is the all-time scoring leader. And this game is played, of course, in the NBA epicenter of... Nevada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun, there's, there's a lot of fun facts about this. So it's, it's yeah. the jazz and, 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 and the Lakers, right? It's in Las Vegas, right. um, which is perfect for Wilt to show up. Cause I'm sure, sure like he, he, he didn't even know the record was getting broken. He was just he in Las there. Vegas. Yeah. Right. He's like, yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, okay. Cool. I guess like, well, yeah. you want to come on? He's like, I, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Have, yeah, have I, you seen the picture's been making the rounds uh, today. Uh, did you see it, Wilson? Like uh, he's wearing like a like a t shirt, like a, like a sleeveless t shirt and yeah. like slacks. Like he looks like he. he I don't know what I don't know what Wilt was doing, right. what he was planning on doing. But man, he did not. Uh, it was not a three piece suit from Old Wilt. Uh, he was uh, he yeah. was here for other activities. I'm would sure not, but... would not have made it in David Stern's NBA. Oh uh, sure. no, no, yeah. no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a, would not upset. a. Oh, not not have been good. No, I, yeah, I've um I've seen highlights of that game and uh, from the uh, Kareem um com- the uh, the video that the Kareem did um that I, I had the one of Kareem's home videos uh, that I watched over and over again in the late eighties. So I, I remember that well. I remember Pat Riley talking about diagramming the play and you know Magic saying like you know like no no one else is going to give him that pass but me you know so it's uh. It's fun times, yeah. Um, it's it's cool too. Uh, right. We should know too. He does the sky hook over Mark Eaton as well, which is right. another awesome yeah. thing because it's like one right. of the NBA's best shot blockers, one of the NBA's best defenders. Sure. And Kareem just like dip, dip, bro. <laughs> it just hits a sky yeah. hook right over him, and it's like, nah, yeah. no problem. Yeah, and they stop the game, and they have a big, you know, they they hold a big ceremony in the middle of the game. You know, I don't think it, I don't think it lasts super long, but they do. They stop it, and they recognize it, and they, you know, they they have a timeout, and I think they they gave him some sort of plaque or something, and you know, they now and then they play the rest of the game. It'll be to see i don't know if they've announced what what if anything they plan to do uh if, they, if they'll do that during the game or if they'll wait till after the game or well, how we already saw that, it jason i don't know what oh, oh, yes yeah. i'm sorry we did see that so <laughs> they did they did yeah. the thing that they did we it, it was that. a right it was a thing that they did so um, yeah they either did or didn't do the thing that they did or didn't do we all know that <laughs> right i didn't know that donald rumsfeld was my co-host but uh but all right, <laughs> right. Okay. i my god that's yeah <laughs> Sorry, please take that back. Uh, apologies, apologies. It was an unknown. It was an unknown note. All right, um, and then yeah. So Kareem would later say, "When I broke Wilt Chamberlain's scoring record, nineteen eighty four, the year LeBron was born, it bothered Wilt who had had a bit of a one sided rival with me since I'd started doing so well in the NBA. I don't feel that way toward LeBron." Kareem would later say about breaking Wilt's record. Um, 
it's kind of interesting. And it's also interesting that, that LeBron and Kareem don't seem to have a relationship at all. Um, right. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk about that. And, and obviously we're, we're recording this the day of the show. So, okay. uh, or the day of the game, but I, 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 I'm curious if Kareem, I don't know if they've said if Kareem is going to be there or not. And I, yeah. I hope, you know, now, you know, hopefully you will all know at this point when you're listening right. to this, but hopefully he is there. I, I think that moment of, of Wilt being there when Kareem passed it would be awesome to see Kareem there. Yeah, uh, when LeBron ta- uh, passed, I, I would. It, so. I would have to imagine he would be there. But yeah, yeah, so, so we'll, hopefully, uh, and it does yeah. seem like they were kind of because there was a little bit of like at the beginning of the year, there. You know, I think they asked LeBron like, "Hey, you know, have you talked to Kareem?" And he's like, mm, "Not really at all, <laughs> like ever." So yeah, it was like, "Ooh, we were like, oh, how icy is that? That's not going to be." But it seems like things have kind of cooled a little bit, and Kareem's at least open to. He, if he's saying, "Hey, you know, Wilt didn't really like me, and I don't really care," you know, <laughs> I don't feel that same way about LeBron. Right. Uh, that's good. I, I, I think that's nice because I, I love the idea that the NBA is one of the great leagues where people are able to th- that torch is able to be passed in in person a lot more than it is for a lot of other leagues just because players we, we've talked about a lot like there's yeah. not many nba mvps that are dead like most yeah. of them are still alive so right. you can really pass that lineage on and 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 yeah it'd be, it'd be a really cool moment to see uh kareem and lebron uh there and you know lebron take the crown and and you know if, if you ever lebron ever <laughs> gives it up to anybody else you know he hopefully would be there uh as well but um for some historical perspective, at the point that Kareem broke that record, the NBA had only existed for 35 years. That's since the 1949 merger. He has held that scoring record now for almost 39 years. So he held the record longer than at that point the NBA had existed, which is just hard to wrap your head around. But Right. Absolutely. There it is. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now... What other records might LeBron set? So he's obviously, you know, he's uh, got the points record. What else could we have? Well, let's let's also talk about what he's already first in. He is first in playoff points. He is 7,631, more than 1,600 points ahead of second place Michael Jordan, which is a lot more points than you might expect there. Um, he is uh, first in combined regular season and playoff points, which makes sense if he's the regular season leader and the playoff points leader, leader in playoff steals, leader in playoff free throws, leader in playoff games, leader in playoff minutes played. Uh, he is the leader in turnovers, both playoff and regular season. He has a combined 5,897, which is more than 800 ahead of Carl Malone. He is uh, the leader in combined regular season and playoff win shares. Uh, he, he has both the playoff and regular season number one in value over a placement player. He has the most all-star game selections at 19. He's actually tied with Kareem in that. And he has the most all-NBA appearances overall in 18 and most appearances on the first team with 13. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Yeah, there you go. Uh, as as far as some records that he might set and might set, uh, yeah. right now, most games, uh, he's about 200 games behind Robert Parrish and uh, will likely finish the season ninth all-time uh, in the NBA, ABA uh, games played record. I don't – this is going to be tough. If he played every game the rest of this season and the next two, that would be 192 games. So he'll need at least three seasons after this one, uh, averaging about 60 games per season. It does seem somewhat doable. I mean, if he wants to play that long, obviously, and if he does stay healthy, which, again, we, we probably said four or five years ago, and now we look like idiots. But uh, also, he's about 120 games behind Kareem's record uh, for total games played. That's combined regular season and playoff uh, of 1,797. He could break that next year uh, if he plays every remaining game this and next season, uh, and he plays a combined 20 playoff games. So with that obviously the lakers need to be in long <laughs> playoff series and, and and make long runs in the playoffs and right now that it doesn't look like that might be the case so probably not next year but could definitely do it the year after uh the and then his son i mean the, the brawny might be in the league at that time too and that has seemed like to be one of his goals to, to last uh as long as brawny you know and, and play with his son so it's possible, but yeah, especially in, in, in this era that we're playing in now and, and the load management era and that sort of stuff, this is going to be a tough one. He could do it, and if he wants to do it, it, it it's definitely doable, but uh, just a matter of how much he really wants to work to get this record, which you know might might come relatively easy, but might take a little bit more uh, effort than, than might be worth uh, putting forward. Yeah. All right, so most minutes, he is about... 3,700 minutes away from breaking Kareem's regular season record of minutes played, which is 57,446. You need at least two more seasons to break that, maybe three seasons. Kind of similar with the games played. Um, But for combined regular season playoffs, he's only about 1,500 minutes behind Kareem's mark and would likely break that um, next season. Uh, assuming any you know playoff, even even one round in the playoffs and playing you know roughly 55, 60 games, you'd probably get to that mark. So there's a good chance that he'll uh, break that next season if that uh, if that all comes past. And then we have most seasons played. So Vince Carter holds the NBA record, 22 seasons played, the only player to have played 22 seasons. Uh, this is LeBron's 20th season, which ties him with Kareem, Kobe Bryant, Jamal Crawford, and Udonis Haslam, of course, who is, of course, still semi-active in the NBA. Um, if yeah, he the, play- the gig he's got right now, man, he could last another 10 years. Right, like, exactly. Uh, doesn't yeah. really have to do anything, and he keeps getting right. employed. It's not bad. He plays like five games a season, so yeah. Uh, if LeBron plays next year, he would tie Moses Malone, Robert Parrish, Kevin Willis, Kevin Garnett, and Dirk Nowitzki at 21 seasons played. Haslam would also do that if he plays next season. That would also tie Dirk's record for most seasons playing with one team. So, uh, yeah, tying Vince, I you know, I, I feel like two more seasons of LeBron feels like, like maybe not certain, but like close to certain, assuming health. Um you know, like that just, it seems like he'll want to play that long. I don't know if I, if I really know why I think that, but I mean, I guess the, the one motivation, you know, if playing with his son, if that's right. really his motivation for him, then then, yeah, they would, it would need to be at least that long. So that makes yeah, and sense. Then he can, and then he can hold out for the other son too. I forget the one's right. like, very, but, right. <laughs> the one's yeah. pretty far away, but hey, you know yeah. what? That's, <laughs> you know, yeah. if he's still feeling good, it's like, ah, you know what? Yeah. Screw it. I'll play till 48. Why not? Why not? Uh, all right, most finals appearances. So he has 10 finals appearances right now. The record is Bill Russell with 12. So obviously the Lakers situation would yeah. change dramatically, <laughs> or he would need to join a contender for that to happen. So what do you think? Like, Do you think LeBron would just like 
go and like play for like a minimum or like a you know veterans minimum um you know like mid-level exception or whatever like yeah. i don't know, like philly or denver or some team like that you know <laughs> you imagine like, yeah i'm taking my talents to the mile high city right. yeah, yeah, yeah well, i mean i don't know like, if yeah, you're gonna, no, like, no. If you're gonna pick a team to play for it, be in that situation. Denver yeah, right, kind of feels right, like like, right. like the it's, one that like would be would be because you have Jokic and you have you know a dynamic guard and you know you, they have a solid team role player. So um, or Philly, you know, with Harden and Embiid, I'm, I'm sure there's like, but I I can't imagine him going to Boston, and I have a hard time imagining him going to Golden State. So the, I kind of ruled those two out. But in terms of situations where he could win a couple of championships, those seem like the first two best ones off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I this offseason will be a big determining factor in that, I, I, I think, is that if we see the Lakers, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and you might be listening to this later and go, wow, you guys are dumb. Remember when the Lakers you know, went and right. made that miraculous run to the finals and won the championship? Sure. Uh, yeah. Maybe we're going to be wrong. But at this time right now, in, in February of 2023, I'm not guessing that's going to happen. And, and come this offseason, it might be maybe LeBron does start to think a little bit more about like, okay. I set the all-time record. I did this, but now, like, what else do I want out of my career? I, I, I did this. I want to continue to play until you know my son come. But like, do I want anything more out of this? Do I do I want to compete for championships again, or or am I just cool with this? I think this offseason is going to be a good determiner uh, of that. If he just kind of sticks around the Lakers and just kind of like eh, whatever, you know, whatever happens happens, then you know maybe it is. But I don't know. It 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 does seem like there has been at least a little bit of rumblings over the last couple of weeks and months or whatever that maybe he does want to compete a little bit more. Maybe he does want the Lakers to get better and, 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 and you know, dramatically get better. Maybe he realizes he can't do that in, in LA. I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. I, I think this offseason is going to tell us that uh, if he is going to just be a guy that just plays out the strings of his career in LA, or, or maybe he does one more Cleveland run or something like that. Yeah. Or if he does want to join a contender and, and, and or, bounce around, like you said, I think that'd be really, really cool. Yeah, basically, yeah. So um, he is he has one more year on his deal in twenty four season. Then he's a player option in the twenty twenty five season. So, just for uh, posterity's sake. Um, all right, most field goals. Um, LeBron is about eighteen hundred away from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who of course did not make very many three pointers in his career for regular season field goals. Um, he's averaged about five hundred and sixty five per season in his career as a Lakers. So he'd probably need to play at least four or more seasons to pass Kareem. I don't think we can guarantee that one. But he is about 1,400 away from Kareem for combined regular season and playoff field goals. He has a good chance to pass that mark if he plays three more seasons. Also not a guarantee, but I think there is a uh, somewhat of a possibility uh, of that happening. Yeah, that... Yeah, I, I I think that one that one seems pretty likely, especially with the way that the NBA is being played right now, and the the, yeah. the speed of the game, the amount of shots getting put up, right. uh, and the fact that you know, speaking to the, the earlier point, the Lakers aren't very good, so he right. needs to do everything. It's like he's not the fourth guy on a team anymore; he still sure. is the top dude. So, sure. uh, the idea of him just getting a bunch of field goals up and and, and still making a bunch of field goals is, is definitely likely. So, uh, I, I think this one, you know, yeah, it, it's going to take a couple more seasons to do it, but I think this one's. Not yeah. probable, but uh, I, I could see it happening. If if he plays three more seasons, right, you know, right, that, right. then I think he would do it. If he only plays two, obviously he's not going to get there. So, um, But we'll see. All right, the last one, most assists. What do you got, Rich? Most assists. LeBron is fourth all-time in regular season assists, uh, which is where he'll probably end up. He's not touching John Stockton, uh, who's at 15,806 He's more than 5,000 assists ahead of LeBron, so that doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Uh, LeBron is about 1,700 regular season assists behind Jason Kidd. 
uh, for second place. But realistically, it would take him about five or so seasons to get there. And that's if he maintains his current production, which is about, you know, 350 uh, assists per season. So that that is, seems pretty tough as well. Uh, he's 900 behind Chris Paul, which, you know, who is still active and still getting uh, assists. So he's probably not passing CP3 unless, you know, Paul does retire after the season. Then it's still very much uh, a maybe. So I, I, I don't think he's moving up anywhere here. I think this is probably where he's going to end up. Uh, as far as playoff assists, though, he is second. He's more than 400 behind Magic Johnson's uh, 2,346. That's probably untouchable as well. And if you want kind of a, a comp for this, uh, LeBron had 148 assists in his last finals run in 2020. So that's at least two more finals and another semi-deep playoff run in his career uh, to get there, which just right now seems pretty unlikely uh, and pretty impossible. And a combined regular season playoff assist, LeBron is fifth. He's about 11, uh, 1,100 behind Kid for second place. He might get that in three seasons but again like a lot of these playoff things it's just going to require him to do a deep playoff run which just does not seem like it's in the in in the works right now i think presently constructed but right i mean i I think he's capable of one more great deep playoff run if he's on the right team Um, right right but but yeah that he the russell westbrook lebron james uh yeah anthony davis lakers do not feel like they have one of those in them yeah yep all right and now we have will anyone break LeBron's scoring record? So we picked a few players that we feel like might have the best chance. First one, Kevin Durant. Yeah. So here's, here's the situation with Durant. So he is right now. He has 26,684 at age 34. So he's 11,703 away or basically Kawhi Leonard's entire career <laughs> away. Right. All the points Kawhi Leonard has scored, basically that's what Kevin Durant needs to do uh, from his age 34 to whatever season to, to, to get this record. So never say never in today's scoring environment, but that seems really hard. That That's going to be tough. And, and Durant also hasn't been super healthy uh, lately. So let's say that he plays 50 to 60 games like he did last year. Let, let's with the current, you know, load management, thing going on in the NBA 50 to 60 games he plays that every single year he scored 1,643 uh last year he needs seven and more of those seasons so he'd have to do that for se- keep that same production up that he had last year playing the very similar amount of games he need to do that for seven more seasons that seems very 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 difficult now Durant's still going to go down as one of the greatest scorers of all time and what's also interesting too and, and, and we want to point this out very similar stories for both Russell Westbrook and James Harden as well, uh, who were both just over 24,000 points in their careers. Those guys all played together. The Thunder, that team, the one that made that miraculous finals run, they have three players who might each score 30,000 career points, and they were all on the same team at one point. Yeah, that's. I mean, Harden, Durant, or I mean, Durant is nearly certain, I would say, to make 30,000. 30, Harden, I think, is pretty likely. Westbrook is a little bit less likely, but yeah, just... uh being at that level. And I, I think Durant could, you know, he could end up being third all time in scoring when his career is done or fourth, you know, um, behind Malone. I mean, he's definitely has the potential to do that. Harden, I think also Harden's about 2,400, 24,000 points in his career. And he's a year younger than um, Durant. And it has been durable most of his career. He's not, doesn't always look like he's in the best shape, but, um, uh, but, you know, he's another guy I think is kind of a wild card in there. Westbrook obviously seems like he's closer to the end of his um, career, at least at the end of being, you know, a, a volume scorer at that level. Uh, Steph Curry, uh, yeah. he uh, it's gonna be tough for him too. He's at uh, twenty one thousand one hundred eighty three 
uh, about 17,204 points away from doing it. Uh, basically, Rudy Gay's entire career uh, is, is what she, uh, Steph Curry is going to have to score. Uh, and yes, if you were wondering, Rudy Gay is 10th among active players all-time scoring. And so He plays for the Utah Jazz, which I had no idea about until today. So, you are making yeah. that up, sir. That is impossible. Rudy Gay, Utah Jazz? Okay. I was I was hoping you were going to quiz me on what team does Rudy Gay play for. Because if you put a gun to my head and said, all right, what team does Rudy Gay play for? Before you said Utah Jazz, I uh, I would not have known either. I don't know that I'm doing this podcast anymore. I think, uh, I think that's it for old me. But uh, anyway, yes, Utah Jazz legend uh, Rudy Gay. Uh, so Curry played 64 games last year. He scored 1,630 points. He'd need 10 more years of that production. Yeah, uh, He's 34, so I don't think that's happening unless all of a sudden load management flips on its side and everybody plays every minute of every single game right. uh, while also still being in the same scoring environment. Then maybe, you know, it, it would take some of those years off. But yeah, playing 64 to 70 games and scoring about 1,630 know, points, that's probably peak Curry, and, and he'd still need a bunch of years of that. So that, right. that, that he'd have played 44, yeah. That's probably, probably not happening. <laughs> I like the idea. I yeah. love the idea of old ass Steph Curry out there, you know, dribbling behind his back, shooting a mid range, you know, shooting a, 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 a from mid court, you know, whatever. Just yeah. that, I like that idea, but I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. So, yeah. All right. What about, so we got some young guys who um, might do it. So um, we got Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, 15,706 points at just uh 20 years old he scored 2000 points last season he just need to do that for 11 more seasons oh. up until age 39 not impossible but yeah definitely that is going to take a lot of work to um get there um Anthony Davis actually at a similar boat he has almost the same number of career points that you only when you're older than Giannis but with his injury history that seems basically impossible so um and yeah the really young guys who are you know kind of young enough and productive enough where it's not impossible well you got Luka Doncic seems like an obvious contender right now as of recording um 8,531 he's only 23 just turning 24 soon he had um 1,800 points last year in 65 games in like 16 or 17 more seasons of that scoring output to do it being 40 years old Having the same or similar output that he had when he's 23, that's a that's forecasting too far to really have a um, good idea. And pretty similar story, Jason Tatum, he's actually at um, 9,218. He's about a year older than Doncic. He did score uh, 2,046 points last year in 76 games. And Trey Young, also a similar story, um, 8,346. He's about four months older than Doncic. So the three of those guys, you know, they're all young enough and productive enough where it's like, well, it's not impossible. But yeah, so much would have to go right for them to be that good and that healthy for that long. And it really just illustrates how special LeBron has been throughout his entire career to have everything right. fit into place to the point where, you know, he is breaking this um, basically impossible record. And, you know, with all these guys that we're talking about, you know, like we're talking about them as if they're going to be breaking Kareem's scoring record, but LeBron is obviously going to amass more points after breaking Kareem's scoring record. So how high do we think that LeBron could actually go? Yeah, that that's that's a great point. That you know, all that stuff that we just did in the last segment was all like to match Kareem, but like you know, LeBron has matched Kareem, and now it's like, oh, okay, well, he can still keep going, and and he might make it completely impossible. He might. I mean, we we just laid out there every person that's in the NBA right now, and, and just how 
Giannis is the only one that of those that we mentioned where I'm like, okay, that that I could, but then, right. even then, like we're talking like Giannis has to be the same player he is right now in ten more years. That's like most guys don't do that. You know, no. most guys don't yeah. do that. Or, or yeah, Luca needs seventeen more seasons of what he's doing right now sure. to do that. I mean, that's 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 wild, and he's he's otherworldly. But yeah, LeBron can keep going. You know, it, it, it depends obviously on health and how much longer he wants to play and how much longer he remains a great or at least good player. Uh, he started this season at 37,242 points. We'll probably end the season somewhere around 39,000. If he plays three more seasons averaging, let's say, 55 games, that's about his average games per season since 2019. And let's say averages 23 points a game, and that's kind of low because he's been averaging 27.5 on his Lakers career. And really outside of his rookie year, he's never averaged below 25 points per game. So so we're saying that he's going to take a step. Like we're, we're, we're baking in him taking a step back. That would still be around 3,800 points. So it's conceivable that he gets in the ballpark somewhere around 43,000 regular season points in his career, which is just nuts. And with one more deep playoff run or, or, or two shorter ones as well, you know, maybe get into the second round, he could get to 8,000 playoff points in his career as well. So chances are fairly good that he exceeds 50,000 total points in his career. And as of this recording right now, he's at about 46,000. So but man, once he gets to those numbers, it's like man, yeah. is any. I mean, those are just absurd. Nobody. I mean, wow, oh, man, those are yeah. wild. I mean, Kareem had that record forever. Like you said, as, as when he got it, the league was still in its infancy in a lot of ways, and and sure. you know, he kept it for that long. And now LeBron's going to beat this. And it's like a very, very difficult record to beat, like an almost nearly impossible record to beat. Man, we we might be seeing. I mean, tonight we we, we may have seen it. We may have seen the last person to ever do that, and that that's pretty. Pretty remarkable. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think the only way that it seems feasible is if like the scoring explosion in the NBA over recent years continues. And like, if it's like it was in the sixties with, um, you know, guys averaging like 40, you know, points per game or, you know, get, getting to the era where, you know, where Wilt was scoring 50 per game, you know, like, like something like inflation to that level is I think the only realistic way where, um, it happens, but even that is going to be incredibly difficult to, um, have. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing. And LeBron is, uh, you know, the, we've had this discussion of course, many times, you know, and, and greatest of all time, I think you and I have, pretty much always said something along the lines of you know, kind of take your pick like LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, those are the three guys who have the best arguments because of your know, level of greatness, number of MVPs, um, you know, all-time skills, all-time dominance, you know, greatness at the peak, all those different measures you know, they all have reasons to, to say that, you know, they're good or um, you know, the best candidate for that. You know, with Kareem, one of the arguments, you know, for, at least for me, is that no one had been as great for as long as Kareem was. Well, that no longer is true. I, LeBron right. James has, you know, basically has, has surpassed that at this point. You know, um, you know, which which I'm not saying that, that I definitively am calling LeBron the greatest of all time. I still think there's, you know, good arguments for all three of those guys. But yeah, LeBron now I think has made the case for being the best player for the longest um, amount of time in NBA history, making a very good case that he's had the greatest career in NBA history. Now, whether that means you're the greatest player or not, you know, that's, that's another show maybe, but um, you know, yeah. It, I mean, obviously just cementing what is already one of the greatest legacies in, uh, in professional sports history. 
it's just yeah it, it it really comes down to like what you truly truly value in in, in this discussion and it's not a discussion i really like having all that much it's kind of annoying sure. most of the time that people yeah. have it i mean obviously i like having it with you because you know we have a nuanced discussion or with listeners i uh, hear but like people on the streets like if somebody asked me i'm just like i don't i, I just say kareem which is great because then nobody asked me ever no. again. they're like you know, so that's been my <laughs> default answer they're like oh lebron or uh, michael and i'm like ah, kareem they're like oh and then they just leave they're like this guy's a dork so i'm just gonna walk away so uh which has helped for a while but yeah it's it's getting tough it if you value longevity which i do i i, I do think sure. being great mm-hmm. for a long amount of time should matter and and yes jordan's peaks were, were higher than anybody else ever jordan what, what he was able to do and the dominance that he was able to have for a relatively short career in in in, in the grand scheme of things like you know when you combined the the, the two retirements and stuff like it, it's it's not a short career, but it's a short career in terms of like all time, all time, all time greats because of those sure. years off. But like, yeah, the highest of highs. Like he, he went to six finals and won every single one of them. He, you know, sure. a dominant, dominant player. I, I just, I, I've always valued longevity, and that's like you said. I've always said Kareem was my, you know, greatest because it was like, well, he was great for longer than anybody else was great. He was great for a number of years, you know, for, for almost, right. you know, 19, a, a, 19 years, pretty 19 much, years yeah. of greatness. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, LeBron's at 20 years of greatness and counting right. and still yeah. going. So it's like, yeah, that, that, that might be it. I mean, that, that, that's definitely a, um, it's, it's an interesting discussion. I mean, it, to me, it's always been those three, uh, for a couple of years now. And, and I feel like LeBron is probably, Working his way there. I mean, I again, I don't really want to get into that discussion right now. You can you can appreciate all three of them. Is what you can do. You can appreciate yeah. all great players and just say, "Wow, that guy was great. That guy was also great." Oh, but uh, for the for the purposes of this discussion, yeah, LeBron is definitely he's making it more difficult for me to give that default answer of Kareem anytime anybody asks me. Yeah, uh, that yeah, that makes sense to me, and I, I would uh, say, well, I, it'll be. I'm I'm kind of using the word interesting. I don't know if I really feel like it's interesting, but I'm sure, you know, now that he's broken the record, um, that conversation will be had again. Um, and and there are going, you know, I don't know if that's going to change a lot of people's mind. There are some people who are just going to say Michael Jordan no matter what, um, just because you know they're that's it would go against their religion not to say it's Michael Jordan. So, um, but. You know, it, it, again, he is a massive. He's you know the most points in NBA history and the fourth most assists in NBA history, and you know four titles and four MVPs and ten finals appearances. You know, um, uh, those are that's a pretty strong case. So, but uh, yeah. So, and hopefully we've made a strong case for you to continue to listen to this show. If you are new to Over and Back, we have over three hundred prior episodes that you can go back and listen to our takes on NBA history. Most of those shows, you know, what we said five years ago still stands. They're very evergreen, lots of uh, great historical topics. So uh, if you're into NBA history, check out the archives, give us a rating, uh, subscribe, you know, do all that stuff that people want you to do. Uh, give us a rating and review favorable. And of course we like, the, we like those five stars. We're not into those uh, oh, lower yeah, star yeah. ratings. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all of them at Over and Back NBA, uh, Over and Back NBA.com if you want to find all of those episodes. Did I forget anything, Rich? Uh, no, yeah, we got, we're on Instagram. We're doing a little bit more stuff on Instagram, Over and Back yeah. NBA uh, on, on Instagram. So definitely uh, follow us there. No, I think you got it. Where, wherever you listen to your podcast, subscribe to us, listen there. to us, YouTube. Yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff on YouTube as well. Make sure you go to yeah. YouTube.com uh, Over and Back NBA. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll be back again soon.